Hello and welcome to this episode of Axe Chat. <laughs> Cal Noble's Axe Chat. <laughs> Uh, this isn't a new podcast, it's, we're just, I got a new axe. <laughs> it's a new feature. Yeah. Uh, every time Cal buys a new axe, we'll we have a little a chat, chat about it, it uh, over a cup of blue tea. Yeah. So I got a new axe. It's a, it's a splitting hatchet. Uh, it's, it's a bit different from my other hatchet in the fact that the, the shaft is slightly longer. It's heavier. Not just the shaft, the entire axe weight. Uh, and it's got a splitting head. And there's more, there's more information about axes in your axe book yeah, than the last I, time. Yeah, I've got a really nice axe book that comes with it. Uh, my favourite bit is, as always, in the back, uh, it teaches you how to do axe throwing. And then it also gives you all of the Swedish champions from 1989 all the way through to 2010. Well, there you go. What happened in 2010? Um, Where, they all stop? Well, no, I'm guessing it's just that. Was there an, a- when was there an accident? <laughs> oh, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> now, I think this is uh, probably just when the book was printed. And they Did went. you not like my accident joke? No, no, it was, it was, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good, but it was just like, oh, yeah, there it is. My sides are splitting. It's fine. It's good. Uh, 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 splitting. Oh god, uh, this uh, could go on for ages. Yeah, we should probably watch. I'm, I'm curbing instead. the axe chat. No more axe chat. <laughs> okay, no problem. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. For those people who tuned in for Axe Chat, I'm sorry it's been cancelled, and uh, we're, we're going to go back to doing the Space Jam Continuum, which everyone knows and loves. Yeah. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And we're going to watch some cartoons. Now, it's, a, it's a good idea, because I don't think we're going to be able to spin on like a 40-minute thing. I mean, I could talk about axes. but I don't think anyone would stay tuned in. And I think at that point, you probably would have run out of stuff to talk about by the next episode you had to do. Yeah, I'd have had to have bought a new axe to then... <laughs> to, to really keep the, the, yeah, the just, format yeah, going. just to keep the flow going. And there's only so many axes I can buy before I'm just buying, like, throwing axes and going on big throwing axe adventures. That Don't say that like that's not something that you would do. That's just definitely something I would do, and I'm thinking maybe I should do that. <laughs> I can tell, I can see it in your Join eyes. us next week where I'm going to be in Sweden throwing axes. Pop to Sweden, yeah. Some just, axes. I, I just, I just That'd be a good Christmas adventure. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Actually, that's not not about not about shows. Like, should we go to Sweden and throw some axes? Yes, we should yeah. go to Sweden and throw some axes. <laughs> right now, though, uh, let's uh, press on. Uh, All right. So, uh, the last thing uh, that we saw was uh, a Sylvester number. Mm. He was uh, off on either on holiday or 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 something in, in Slobovia. Yeah. Um, Trying to hunt mice for the, uh, the the bagel baron. Yeah. Um, but it was going to be a big. It was going to be a good big uh, kind of earner for him, wasn't it? It was yeah. going to help fund the rest of his journey. But we learnt a lot about Sylvester's commitment uh, to the mouse hunting mm. cause because he literally uh, sacrificed one of his nine lives to chase a already deceased mouse. Yep. You know, into the afterlife. So he's taking his he's taking his business seriously, he which is. you know it's 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 a He's still drunk. Still has big red yeah, nose. Yeah. Like, but 
you know. But I mean, though, again, like after what happened to him in the basement, you would expect that, like, that's always going to be there because, like, you know how in like the uh, noir detective um, sort of films and stuff like that, the the detectives are always really good at what they do, but. They're always half cut. Yeah, always. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, that's just the way Sylvester's going. Because he is black and white. And uh, Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries, that's going to come around eventually. So yeah, I think that I think that's the trajectory we're we're looking at for. He's like a noir for his entire future. Um, He's not cropping up today though. So unless some really weird stuff happens, I'm not sure that's going to be relevant. We've got a bugs heavy episode today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're also going to have a bit of Foghorn and Henry. So let's get oh. let's get stuck in. Uh, we're watching Long Haired Hair, uh, which is a Bugs Bunny number from Obviously. June 25th, 1949. Because if it was going to be a Bugs Bunny number, why would it not be a hair? Yeah, of course. Well, obviously. Still with this. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Let's watch it. All right. That was rich in fanciful musical Wasn't numbers. Just? I think we're going to have another song at the end. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We've got a choice, but I think we're going to go. My, uh, my gal's a highborn lady. Yeah, I, I, I like that one because like, like the other one's really good, but I like this this one. Cause if one like, doesn't crop up next week, we'll just put on Rowdy Night and Mayo and it'll be good. Yeah. It's a nice little feature because it's what, it's what Looney Tunes actually existed uh, for in the first place was uh, because it was cheap for them to reuse a load of. Uh, Cheap music, uh, music that they already had recorded. Yes, and so it's like, and we're okay. able to do it because it's all out of date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. That it's was written in 1896, yeah. so there'll be a nice little tune for you at the end again. We'll try and make that a bit of a feature, I think. Yeah, yeah, along with idea. Axe Chat. Axe Chat. Well, I think we're, we're limited on Axe Chat. Right <laughs> um, so, uh, Bugs Heavy episode. Yeah, he's he's having a nice time playing songs on his banjo. Yeah, there's a guy down the hill in a sort of condo trying to practice. Is opera. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he seemed... It's not just like, you know, average Joe Public. Like, he is an opera singer. Oh, and yeah. And he's practising for an upcoming show. But he ha- very much has that equivalent of when you're trying to write and someone says something to you and you just write what they said. Yeah. But for like, music, uh. he just winds up singing Bugs' songs. So he goes up the hill, he smashes up Bugs' banjo. Not very nice of him. Which it wasn't great. No. Luckily... Bugs has an interdimensional space full of Harps. all kinds of musical instruments <laughs> that he knows how to play because he's done a Groundhog Day on it. Yeah. And he just, you know, because he can loop back through time. And he does. And he does with gusto. Yeah. He can play all these instruments. So he digs out a harp, starts playing As you Mike Gall as a highborn lady. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he comes up, smashes that up. He ruins his sousaphone. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really it's he's basically there's, there's, there's you know thousands thousands of pounds worth of musical damages yeah. done in a very short space of time. And this guy doesn't care. Like you'd think for an opera singer, he would have like some respect for like you know other artists wanting to you know practice their trade as it were. But no, no but such no. luck. No, no, he's like no, no. So of course, Unimportant. Bugs declares war. And yeah, and you do not want Bugs declaring war on you. It's uh, game over at that point. Exactly, because anything goes for Bugs then. Exactly. So the, the the rest of the episode is like during the show. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Bugs is interfering in in a number of ways. Mm-hmm. He's you know pre- he pretends to be a uh, a lady fan yeah. of the uh, of the guy and uh, has him sign something with dynamite. Yeah. Something I did notice about that is he manages to braid his ears. Yeah. Now have you ever tried it to braid my... with two things? 
You need three things to make a braid, as far as I'm concerned. How do you braid with two? You're just making a twist. I just the only thing I think of is can you feed? Can you loop one back through? I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about braiding. Like, like I can braid. I can braid hair, but I need three strands. I need three. I need three bits. Yeah, Yeah. I need three bits to braid with. Like, I, I don't know if you can braid with two. I'm sure there's somebody out there. If you're listening and you know how to braid with. Two rabbit ears. ears. Two rabbit ears. Then can you let us know? Yeah, maybe draw us a diagram or something. Yeah. Help us out. That'd be because, helpful. yeah, it was impressive. It was bloody impressive. But yeah, he has him sign uh, a, an autograph with <laughs> the stick of dynamite instead yeah. of a pen. It blows up in his face. Obviously. One thing we did notice there. Yeah. Managed to get away without doing a blackface joke when someone gets I know. exploded. So. That was really nice of them. Well, thing is, I don't think it is really nice of them. It's just... <laughs> normal oh it should be normal of them anyway um yeah like he, he he just causes a lot of problems for this guy uh he makes them uh rather than having like a voice soother yeah uh he replaces that with alum yeah again alum so his head shrinks down to just seen, over have, like a little ping a, pong ball or something yeah have you seen um beetlejuice yeah like that yeah, so so like he's doing all kinds of horrible stuff, but it culminates in him turning up uh, disguised as uh, Leopold. Uh, what's his name? Sop- Sopovsky. So the guy, the Fantasia guy. Yes, yeah, the, the, the guy, Fantasia guy. You no, know, the Fantasia guy. Uh, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Leopold." It's Leopold. Oh, Leopold. 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 And it is like, but his, but everyone believes he's Leopold. Yeah, and despite the fact that his his Leopold bit is on point. Yeah. Like maybe Leopold is exactly because what would be interesting there is that uh, mm. the the Disney classic was conducted, <laughs> conducted by, by Bugs Bunny by Bugs Bunny Warner Brothers classic <laughs> yeah so uh, maybe Fantasia is a Warner Brothers classic yeah or at least they they, they you know Warner Brothers needed their their finger in that pie like <sighs> so you know there's there's some crossover when, here when was Fantasia made I'm not sure. I'm sure I can find out with the yeah. magic of internet. But yeah, like, like like Bugs was pretty powerful in this point. Like you know, he 1940. Was doing 1940, right? Okay, so like this was after this. So he's done Fantasia, and yeah. then he's then he's like, ah, oh, okay, I've still got the costume. <laughs> I've still got my bit. Gets it, and because by this point he's already learned how to conduct. Because like he walks up to the conductor and he's like, oh yes, here's my stick. I don't know what it is they call it, but stick. Um, a, a baton. There you go, a baton. And, you know, you're not going to ban anybody with that, though. Well, so he snaps that all up and he throws that way. He's like, nah, I just use my hands. And he does. He's all like up and down with the hands. And he, um, he makes it he makes it really difficult for the opera singer, like like the world's most difficult bop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's like... The Leopold bop it. <laughs> for, for budding opera singers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like it's like playing, you know, really shitty guitar hero, and someone's just trolling you the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, he do, he does that. But what was interesting is he takes his hand out of his glove. What like once it's up high, yeah, takes the hand out of the glove, so the hand's still up there doing the, you know, come on, yeah, be up here holding the note. Yeah, and he just wanders off. Yeah, and like the entire shot, he doesn't have a glove on. Yeah, and that like Bugs has always had a glove on. Yeah. But Always had gloves. We did early on think the gloves were a way of if you've got uh, sort of animal features, yeah. like you know, you've got a paw rather than a fully formed like hand. fully yeah formed hand. You had these special gloves that did that for you. Yeah, but Bugs definitely has a fully formed hand there. He does, but the thing is, is like 
the glove was still acting like yeah. the glove we, the, the the glove we thought would have been on the hand to give you that kind of digit dexterity. The glove was acting in that so way. So I wonder if we are still kind of right for most people, that is why they have the gloves. Yeah. But Bugs is doing it just what, just to just fit, fit in? in? Either that or maybe this is something that forms over time like the powers. So maybe the longer you're sentient, the more the more it grows into the yeah, glove. Yeah, and... like, like, like the more kind of um personified your body becomes, like the less the less like the animal you came from. Yeah. You are, you just end up more like you know. Yeah. So but it's possible that it's maybe just a fashion thing now. Like 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 maybe that whole thing's just died out where, you know, if you're born sentient, you don't have weird animal feet. Yeah, hands. and we don't really know much uh in terms of Bugs's full on origin in that regard. Like no. we we we've got some insight into the origin of his powers, but we, we don't really know much about Bugs's actual background. No. Uh, so there's still there's still some surprises to come in yeah. that regard, I think. So yeah, it, I think it's something worth looking out for. We need to start seeing more of the characters that we know without gloves on that regularly wear, especially gloves. ones where we've established their. Uh, they kind so because yeah, we we beginning because because you know we know Porky was uh, born sentient. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know we've got some people who have, have flipped into sentience. So it's like we've got to keep an eye out. Yeah, but I'm wondering whether or not the gloves are just like everybody is expected to wear the gloves. Because it's the polite thing to do. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I figured. Like, it's like now, it's more of an etiquette thing. It's like you know, you don't want to be shaming people for yeah, because they've got animal hands. So it's like okay, well, like <laughs> everybody's. It's kind of like school uniforms. Yeah, like like the reason school uniforms exist is so like you know, if you don't have, I mean, it's not the only reason, but one of the reasons at least is it kind of, you know, if you don't have the money for all the fancy new kit, everyone's just wearing the same anyway. Yeah, it's 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 to try it's to try and separate it from from those uh, you know, so- social and economic sort of yes. shackles. Yeah. So yeah, interesting thing hmm. to to keep an eye out for, and uh, you know, I'd like to keep looking for evidence also that Bugs is controlled some Disney classics. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm down with that. Uh, but right now, uh, let's uh, move on to old Falkhorn Leghorn yep. and uh, Henry Hawk uh, in Hen House Henry. Uh, from July 2nd, 1949. Let's give that a look at it. Foghorn Leghorn's shtick is solid gold. Oh, it's just amazing. Like, his day-to-day activities are just... Like... It's so good. He obviously doesn't have much else on because he just goes, he's like, right, how am I going to piss off the dog now? And it's not today. (laughs) He's not going to do one thing a day. He does several things a day to piss off the dog. But that's all he does. That's all he gets about. But I love them because they have no, like, through line. There's no, like, there's no sort of theme to the bit or anything he's trying to convey. Like, my favourite one in that, he walked past this big barrel of just... (laughs) Props to annoy a dog with, seemingly. It just had just all kinds of stuff in it. He pulls out this stick with like a jester's head on it, just walks over to the kennel, just sticks it in and goes, 
and waves it around and then runs off. The dog runs after him and he gets past the rope limit, yeah. which is he's marked on the ground, and then he just paints his tongue green. And that's <laughs> the bit. Off, yeah. <laughs> so, so what was all that about? I don't know. <laughs> it's so good. Well, yeah, like like that that whole cartoon, it was brilliant all the way through. It opens on Henry Hawk. Just walking with a giant hammer. I mean, it's not a giant hammer; it's a normal-sized hammer. But yeah, it's he's a proper really cold tiny. open. It's a proper cold open on what yeah. Henry Hawks up to. And he doesn't even tell you he's along. going to hunt chickens. No, he's just he's just got a hammer that's about three times the size of him. No. He's carrying it like a caber. And he's just. But yeah, like we, we only assume, like right, okay, he's off. He's off to go chicken hunting again. And this time, so after we see Foghorn do a gag. Um, on, I'm assuming Barnyard Dog, although he's not named in this. Yeah, but it's the same dog. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he he does a gag on the dog and then just goes and stands by a fence. Henry just walks up and cracks him on the head <laughs> with the hammer once, and he's just like, yeah, and then cracks him on it again. He's like, what are you doing? You're doing this all wrong. And it's like, so Henry's learnt what a chicken is. Yeah, they, I they, can they, only assume. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be that confusion anymore. No. But he does at some point because Foghorn's going, no, no, you're going about it all wrong. Like, you're, like, you, you're small, you've got to go for something small. So eventually he says, oh, like, go for one that's just come out of its shell. So he's he's trying to like help him catch baby chickens. But he does point him at a tortoise and go, yeah, go get that one. And Henry's like, yeah, right. He wants off to a tortoise. So... He has learned what a chicken is, but he's, he's still easily, very easily convinced that anything else can be a chicken. Yeah. It's like, that's a chicken there. Look, it's still in its shell. So he goes up and tries to get this turtle out. That doesn't work out very well. Um, and then he, uh, well, after a, a a prank involving painting a fence to look like an open gate, uh, just smacking a dog with a stick and then like having him run into the fence, yeah. uh, the dog escapes uh, from yeah, his, it, yeah, breaks its collar. Collar, uh, yeah, from his collar, and uh, he's he teams up with Henry uh, to catch Foghorn mm. Leghorn. And Henry's made this big trap, like a noose trap. It's got some corn in it. Yeah, and uh, Foghorn Leghorn sidles up and goes, "Oh, you've done it all wrong. <laughs> like I can get the corn, nothing happens. I can stand in this loop, nothing happens. A smart chicken wouldn't even stand in the loop. They jump over it like this, and he jumps over it and falls in a pit. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like." It was fair, a clever... like the pit wasn't obvious. Yeah. Oh, it was. It yeah. was well. Very hidden. well Because <laughs> it's a proper like square trapdoor yeah. number that you could not see. But like, so I think Barnyard Dog has, uh, you know, been biding his time and collect, mm. like working out exactly what Foghorn Leghorn will do. Yes. Under circumstances, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it ends with Henry. Well, he jumps into the pit, and then Henry puts the noose around his neck yeah. and cuts the uh, the trap. Yeah. So he the, basically the, just the gets hung. Yeah. Well, but that, would, that would that would snap his neck because yeah. as, as the tree pings back, it just literally throws it. It's just like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, Smack boom, side to side on the ground. And then Henry drags him off. Yeah. So, like, that's the last we see of it. So, as far as we're concerned, it's not the first time Henry's no ended an episode with Foghorn Leghorn. But normally, in tow. Foghorn Leghorn is conscious when he's being dragged off. He's normally being dragged off by a leg, and like Foghorn Leghorn's got like hand but, on, like, yeah, head on hand. There's a quip, yeah. And he's like, "Oh God, look, I'm getting carried off again." Whereas in this one, he was unconscious. Yeah, like he like because I've always presumed he just talks his way out of it somewhere on the way home. Yeah, or just picks Henry up because Henry's real small. 
Yeah, but this time... This time he's unconscious, but and he's being dragged off by the noose. Yeah, by the neck. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not slightly looking... worried about Foghorn because he is a brilliant character. I do really like he's, him. He's, but yeah, it's not looking good for him right now. No, it's not. But, but yeah, I've got to see more of his pranks because... Foghorn Leghorn at least the first half of Foghorn Leghorn episodes is always amazing because it is just him just doing this weird shit to a dog that was it like like, that whole episode was a bit weird though because it was just like Foghorn annoying the dog and he doesn't know any of the words to Camtown Races he doesn't no but that's he knows Doodah yeah he keeps getting hit in the head with a hammer though so that would knock that out yeah but yeah really good episode again it's another one that I remember from well I think we're just in that era now where it's like, these were the ones that are more commonly put on, yeah, on TV, on TV, or at least were, were when I was a kid. Yeah, we're probably, we're probably you know, out of the woods to some extent in terms of just the, the racism and stuff yes. like that. So, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely into the ones that, like, yeah, were shown when we were kids. Yes, yeah. Um, let's move on to our last episode then for the week, uh, which has quite the title... Mm, yeah, uh, it's real powerful, isn't it? It's a Bugs Bunny number. Uh, I'm hoping this is going to be his sort of like Dark Knight mm, episode. Yeah. I'm hoping this is going to give going to be a meaty one because it's called Knights Must Fall, oh, God, which it's, also it's, leaves oh. a lot of room to uh, open for time travel antics. Yes. So uh, without uh, any more messing about, uh, we're watching Knights Must Fall, which is a Bugs Bunny number from July 16th, 1949. Join us. Well, you remembered that one pretty well. Yeah, like that's probably the the, the most vivid of a memory. You've, yeah, you've had I, like, I remember that one being one of my favourites as a kid. Um, like you were calling things that were happening. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I was like oh, it's ah, this, bit. this is coming. So yeah, it's it's. I never knew it was called that. Um, but yeah, it's not quite the you know the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's we not were expecting. It's not quite the game changer that I was hoping for. No, but basically what what it is like Bugs Bunny is seemingly in medieval times, but he's not. Yeah, we don't think he is because there's, there's just some anachronistic things in there. Yeah, like the um. The announcer has like a microphone, yeah, and, and things uh, like that. And the, the knight is smoking a smoking cigar. Smoking a cigar. So what I'm thinking, it's either Bugs is over in England, and there has been like, um, you know, how America had that separation, and the the humans went off and did like Wild West towns. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe like in the in England, there's still just knights cruising about. Yeah, well, I'm thinking possibly the uh, the separation came and like the humans were like, well, we'll just go back to our castles then, will we? And then they went off back to their castles. Or it's um, you know how America has those kind of like castle theme theme parks, yeah, where, where it's medieval times, yeah, and it's like, yeah, but you guys never really had castles, so. so. The announcer was definitely American, not English, which yes. that's the first thing. Like, I'm wondering if it's more of just like you know something much simpler. It's more like just a Renaissance fair sort yeah, of. That's that, that 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 is kind of what like like <coughs> when when I started realizing that most people there had American accents, I was like, actually, it's probably not uh, an English kind of. You know, they've just went back to their castle sort of jobby. Yeah. Um, but basically. Bugs has somehow annoyed um, the Black Knight. It's because he used his 
armor as a bin. I know, but I mean, you know, Andy did slam in the face with a gauntlet. Yeah, but that was the they, they, he'd already challenged him to a duel at that point because he yeah. took off his glove and slapped him. Slapped him. Well, actually, he just took a glove from his belt. Yeah, he had a slapping glove, a, sla- <laughs> a, a designated slapping glove. Yeah, and then Bugs slapped him back with his own gauntlet. Yeah, which is, I mean, that would be annoying. But yeah, <laughs> annoying. But yeah, like like they just you know they get a, have a joust off. I don't, if I, I don't know. It's a joust. Oh, it's okay. just a joust. <laughs> they have a joust off. Um, uh, then they have a club off. <laughs> Try and club each other. <laughs> and it's just kind of a load of backwards and forwards of like classic medieval games. Um, and I bug, Bugs wins in the end. Yeah, I mean, it really... It, it was really kind of standard as a Bugs episode. Yeah. Again, you know, like, like, like he Bugs minorly annoys... a little bit. He minorly annoys someone. They... They respond, like, probably overreact. Yeah. And then he gets into this means war mode, and then, yeah. you know, chaos ensues. But, yeah, it was kind of disappointing in that it didn't really answer a great deal or give us a lot. I mean, Bugs did start up another business. Yeah. It's, so he's... He's yeah. armour salesman now. Yeah, but how long is that going to last? Until he runs out of armour, I guess. Yeah, but is he going to keep doing this and... Nah. I reckon I reckon he'll sell the business on. Yeah, I reckon it's like only going to last him a day and a half, and then it'll yeah. be done. Oh, he'll get bored and he'll sell it off. But, like, do we think he was there recreationally or with an agenda of any kind? It's hard to say with Bugs because it didn't seem like he had any specific goal in mind. Because normally when we're seeing with an agenda, it's always been fairly obvious as to why he's doing it. Yeah, or at least fairly obvious that he has a reason. Yeah. Like, not necessarily what the specifics of that reason are, but fairly obvious that like he's gunning for something. Whereas this, I, I reckon he was just out for a day out and he just annoyed the wrong guy. And he was like, nah, I'm going to roll This is just it. a little slice of life number yeah. for Bugs. Just, Bugs just like, yeah, that's what I'm about. Kind, kind of like the last episode where he was just chilling out on a stump, playing a bit of music, and that guy annoyed him. Like, this has very much just been like a candid view of what Bugs is like. <laughs> Bugs is up to day yeah, to day. Like, and we just... got a bit of that for Foghorn Leghorn. It's more of a lifestyle sort of an episode yeah, this week. Yeah, that's what it's been about. Yeah, we see little, Foghorn Leghorn's daily routine of irritate a dog. Yeah. Bugs' daily routine just seems to be just go and try some stuff out. Yeah, like, see if you like it. Annoy someone. Bugs likes like activities. Yes. Like specific. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not one for sitting around the house just, you know, reading a book. Yeah, he's, he's, he likes to go and just try stuff out. Yeah, it's like, ooh, day he, out. He, he likes, red, he likes red, red letter days. Yeah. Like, he's, so. he's, he's probably got some sort of like National Trust or English Heritage, like, you know, membership card that allows him to go off and do all these little fun oh, things. These little little fun fun bits and pieces like, and like, like this week it was sample days. Yeah. And this week it was just, you know, medieval time. Yeah. That's what he was off doing. But yeah. He built a tank. Well, a sort of jousting tank. Yeah, a donkey powered tank. I don't understand why it had a boiler and a hoot hoot when it was the donkey providing the power. And now just looks formidable, I mean, yeah, doesn't it? It looked awesome. And then you have to ask for the Bombay doors to open up, and then just a great opened up when a jousting pole came out. Yeah, we know this one in Bugs's timeline is after the war. Yeah, like so that's another thing that put it as like well made it less likely, I guess, that it was in the past. Yeah, because he had his U.S. Army tent. He did, and uh, he yeah, but he probably stores that in his interdimensional space. Though. Yeah, but do you think? Do we think that's what he would use? Like I think I think that's just what he I had. Suppose, out. Yeah, I suppose like if he was in the past, he'd probably be going. Ah, no, I'm going to go for something a bit more authentic. Exactly. So because like, he know, does like a gag, he does, and that means being quite authentic. And he likes dressing up and like yeah. all that lark. And he's he's you know 
this just seemed like he was genuinely caught off guard because he wasn't yeah. doing too great at the start of the episode either. No, no, he wasn't, no. So, so yeah, like I, I think it is just a, a little slice of life. He he wasn't he, he didn't have any high plans to fight this Black Knight. He's just sort of Wait it's just something that's happened to him. Yeah, it's like, well, it's gone to a are. bit of a bit of a tussle. He was never going to lose, though, was he? Well, no, he but like I think he he did underestimate uh, actually how good this guy was. Yeah, he, it, he was probably like, oh, this is just some guy who does this on the weekend. But no, this guy takes it real seriously. Yeah, he was he was serious. Yeah. And I think once the audience all cheered for his name and he came out from the, in the yeah. fancy tent with nine curtains. Yeah, Bugs was like, Ooh, oh, actually, uh, maybe my, this guy's got a bit much. My, maybe I shouldn't. Even his have, horse had a costume. Maybe I shouldn't have used his armor as a bin. Right, but but you know, these things happen, and he'll always come out on top. He's Bugs Bunny, exactly. Uh, but yeah, didn't really answer much. No, and I don't really have much else to say about it. No, I got, got not so that. let's listen to that that good song. Oh, uh, it's a good plan, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, yeah. but but right now, uh, enjoy. What's it called? My gal is a high-born... Uh, my gal's a high-born lady. My gal is a high-born lady. Who's it by? Uh, I don't... I don't. I, I think it's one of those songs that it doesn't have... It did say it came up in 1896. Yeah, I don't... I don't like, it's just one of those songs that doesn't have an original. We're going to go and learn to play this now. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye! I don't care if you fast mail, I'm gonna ride a blind. Well, I'm not gal and a high bone lady. Little dog, but not too shady. Long line, you can out shine that high bone gal of mine. Sitting on the platform a thousand miles from home. Sitting about in good time, what I done past and gone. Well, my gal and hop on lady. Little dung, but not too shady. Long line, you can't outshine that hop on gal of mine. Night for a little pretty town, no Memphis is a beauty. If you want to see them pretty girls, just hop to Chattanooga. Well, my gal and highball lady. Little dog, but not too shady. Long line, you can outshine that highball gal of mine. Chill was a good cop here, roasting your damn tomato. Daddy did raise no cotton and corn, but long lost tater. Put my gal and highball lady. Little dog, but not too shady. Long line, get out, shine that highball gal of mine.